Hello there, welcome to PTI Australia. I'm Russell Barwick and Sam Kegovich. I have some fantastic news for you. The ratings oh, came out yes. the other day. Number one show on ESPN right across the week. Us, how about oh, that? High five. Oh, oh, Jesus. Mate, God. Ah, <laughs> oh, dear. It's true, though. Admittedly, we staged that oh. for the, you know, the eye. I'd have to take the gloves off. Can you believe what he did that day? What about Phil Hughes, though, behind the... Yeah. He was all right. Brooke took a wicket and stabbed and got rid of one time. Just like to point out that uh, we were number one across Australia on ESPN, so that's not a furphy. That's yeah, the Yeah, the over 95 between 9am <laughs> and... Tonight on the show, Frosty wins the great race. Holger gets frozen out and Sonny Bill gets a bit of a chilly reception. Oh, I'm sick of that. But, Rusty, the A-League has a white-hot start. Hotspot is not, and the AFL trade period heats up. Plus, boxing loyalty is here, royalty, I should say, in, mm. in the uh, form of Sugar Shane Mosley. And we play over and under our favourite game, and it's all brought to you, of course, by a very good friend, sportingbet.com.au. But we start with Bathurst. Uh, the great race was on the weekend. Ford finally got back to the top of the mountain and top of the podium with Mark Frosty Winterbottom and Stephen Richards taking the chequered flag from Jamie Wincup. But what a race it was. The last five laps... Gripping viewing. It was edge of the seat stuff, wasn't it? He had a crack and he, he held him out. And you think, oh, there's going to be carnage for sure and certain. There was well, a kangaroo that got, came I've out second best. i say, it's as good a Bathurst as I've ever seen. And Without I, a doubt. And I grew up in the days, a bit before you, no, Colin with the Bond, Moffat, Alan Moffat, no, Peter Brock. Ah, the Moffat right, and Brock there. days and all those. Uh, no, I don't look that old. But, but this I was am. gripping, compelling, edge of the seat stuff. That last 30 laps... When he was just tailgating him and tailgating him and Winterbottom, I thought he'd lose his nerve. I thought other he'd bloke, gone. Well, he's been his nemesis for 10 years. This guy, Mount Panorama, has been his nemesis Achilles heel for a decade. And I thought somewhere, psychologically, he's got a crack. Yeah. But he stuck to it and never deviated off his line. The car performed and his driving was one of the great drives of all time. In the old days, it used to be the long weekend and Bathurst got shoved out by the footy codes. But I reckon it's found its home. Let the footy codes have their, their oh. uh, grand finals. And you stick to that weekend. The petrol heads, look, the petrol heads will always be in Australia. It's it's, it's part of our culture, it's very an institution. fabric. But I tell you what else was great. What about the Nissans and the Mercedes? Whilst they were underperformed, the kangaroo wiped the Nissan out <laughs> the first couple of laps. Well, well done to the kangaroo. And a bit of a thumbs up to the boys at Channel Seven. By gee, that's a good. Ah, oh, yeah, camera yeah. works outstanding. Mark Brett is outstanding too in the pits. To the Socceroos, and they got hit for six again this time by France in Paris. <laughs> Holger Osiek uh, got the punt, so the search is on for either a local overseas club. Now, Holger must be wondering when he wakes up in the morning just how friendly this country is. No, 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 no. Losing Holger's... two unfriendlies. No, 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 no. Holger was gone, and you could tell by the way uh, the players played or didn't play for him, and the coach. Now, who do we start with? We've got Graham Arnold, you've got Ange Postecoglou, you've got and you've got Tony Popovich. No, you or you can go overseas and start again. You know no. what? It's time. It's time to say... We are, you are, we are Australian. And get an Aussie coach. Ange Postacoglu's been the man in waiting. He's been the most successful A-League coach. And Graham Arnold's been a fantastic servant. You are not going to go any better around the world than those two guys. I think David Gallup summed it up pretty well. I think it's about time and I agree with you. Two things you've got to understand about Australian soccer. Two years ago, we beat Germany. Mm. All right? Now so two 6-0 yeah. routes, it's not all that bad in relative terms. What we haven't done, and I think Australian soccer realises now, we have always employed a coach to get us into the World Cup to now, qualify. Yeah. I think now the expectation is to do a little bit more and develop our own. And I think both failed, not only the coach, but so I who think gets the Australian job? soccer also failed to articulate the terms of reference. I think now we should give it to Ange 
and with our, I think we should have them both. You should have them both, I but agree. But you should develop local and talent. develop some talent. The Ogonofskis, uh, the Brescianos, Lucas the Lucas Neals, the Wilshires. You've got to contemporise, reinvigorate and rejuvenate the, contem the local squad. Australia is the only side that has a 30-plus World Cup squad. All the top sides are in their mid-20s. Yeah. We've still got the same side yeah, that was same, in Germany eight years ago. Still on football in the first round of the A-League, done and dusted. Many were expecting big things on the field, and boy, didn't it deliver. Except for one game, nil all draw down in your mob, but there were 50,000 there. The yeah. game, Adelaide-Perth wrapped it up beautifully. Del Piero scores a goal. Everybody should be happy. Well, they are. I mean, it's, it's further endorsement of just where the A-League where the well, is Wanderers getting... the and Mariners... A 20, sellout, sellout 20 three years. days before the game started. Well, 45,000 at, uh, at Etihad Stadium. I think there's just further endorsement of what we were talking about earlier. That, and again, know, they've moved it into the right place. And also, and also the quality of football, as we call it now, you know, we've got to be contemporary, is fantastic. You know, as you said, Del Piero scored a, a goal, set up another one. Uh, and the quality of football, even in the... Uh, whilst it was an ill-all draw, Hearts and their victory played a... Quality sort of quality game. Well, you can see the, uh, the 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 Brazilian influence in the um, in the Adelaide game, for example. Yeah, well, it was a quality game. The quality Adelaide game. They finished up with nine blokes and still won three one. That's right. That was amazing. That. Uh, and and uh, the the per Wellington game when the the boys got out of jail very late in that oh, game. Oh, one nil. Yeah, but Merrick will do very well over in Wellington. Don't worry about that. Even though Brisbane beat them, uh, the Raw beat them one nil. Yeah, but they got out of jail. It was got out of jail. But overall, it's an outstanding. Look, a hundred thousand for the very first time they've managed to draw the A League in a home and away series. I think it's just fantastic. fantastic. Television ratings were good, so it's fantastic. And uh, the SBS uh, were, is working very, very well. Yeah. Now, the AFL trade period is around halfway through. Some big names have changed clubs and a couple are starting to think about going. Heath Shaw's presented himself to GWS. Del Sando looks like he's going to Essendon. Who's got the best deals so far, you reckon? Well, I'll tell you without a doubt, without any fear of equivocation, it's Hawthorne. A I don't know what St Kilda. I don't know who's in charge like of St Kilda. McAvoy. McAvoy's the best big man in the best ruckman in the competition, almost. And to think that St Kilda will let McAvoy go and then recruit Jolly from Car from Collingwood, Jolly's almost he's, he's broken down. He's got one year left. Well, if that. Uh, but McAvoy is... is clearly the best big man. But there's a problem the re... at St Kilda. No, there's it... clearly a problem there's with a Scott, Scott There's an endemic problem. problem there because yeah. you, you've got conversations with Dalsano wanting to leave. You heard about Rewalt no, wanting to go I think, to I think there's a rift between Pelchin, who's the football uh, guru, and also with Waters. Mate, there's a rift there's between a rip the players there long time. and Waters. And the fact that Waters' contract hasn't been extended, he wanted further uh, extension of his tenure, that's been deprived or denied. I'm honestly going to tell you that if he's... They're a basket case, I'm telling you. If he sure lands up in... At GWS and they've got Mumford and they pick up one others. So I reckon GWS might come no, out of this the best. They're doing all right, but for Hawthorne, Bailey's re uh, yeah, retired. They've still get got Hale, and to get someone of McAvoy's oh, quality, let me tell you, they are superb the way they operate outside of the Sydney Swans, who have been superb in and taught every other club how to administer. Over the last week, Sonny Bill Williams has started in one. A start, I should say, one almighty soap opera. I'm just over the top of it. All the backflips this way, that away. NASA. Uh, I don't know. He's gone back to league now. He's selecting the Kiwi World Cup squad at the expense of Tahu Harris. Left a nasty uh, taste in everyone's mouth. But is he staying in uh, league for another year? He's going to stay in league for one more union. year, then he's going to go back to rugby union and try and win an Olympic gold medal. Um, look, decision has been made. Uh, bottom line is that Sonny Bill can get away with it because we allow Sonny Bill yeah. the ability to get away with it. Would... Uh, Sonny Joe Watson get away with it, who's no. playing under-20s for Penrith. No. Everyone would say, whack away. If you allow a person 
a bit of mileage and a bit of uh, latitude, he's going to take it every stretch of the way. Anthony Mundine used to do it. Now we've got Sonny Bill doing it. You mentioned Coda Nasa. He's the smartest manager in the business because he had everybody guessing. He had us... You know, the, the, the Waikato Chiefs put in a TBA when they put their team together because right. they thought that Sonny Bill was a lock. Then all of a sudden, Nick Politis says he's staying put. Well, then they something. pick somebody else. Poor old Tohu Harris. Look, I understand the frustrations, but if I was the selectors of the Kiwis and Sonny Bill walked in on Monday morning and said, I'm available... Wushka, you I'll kick someone you, out and you make him available. I tell you what, I'd like to see, think what the administrators of both Union League are doing in uh, New Zealand at the moment. They're just sitting They'd back, be looking themselves in the it. mirror with egg on their face. No, they they made look they'd stupid. Be, they wouldn't. The blokes in the Rugby League are saying we've got a World Cup to win, we've got Sunny, and the Rugby Union be going, we've got That's a World it. Cup to win in two you've got years' an individual time. individual dictating <coughs> terms to the two arguably biggest sporting well, coaches in the welcome world. Welcome to the new world, Sam. Well, that's pathetic. Indian cricket great Sachin Tendulkar has announced his retirement effective from next month when he cracks 200 tests. He'll be 40 years of age. He'll finish his career with a batting average of around 53 and more than 50 centuries in test cricket and 100 first-class tonnes. Is he better than Bradman? No. But I've got to say, you've got to admire his longevity and consistency over a quarter of a century. It is simply amazing, the individual. And I'll tell you what I've always admired about Sachin Tendulkar. Not only the two, uh, two factors that I've just raised now, but the fact that only about five foot five and five foot six, he was never intimidated by the short ball. He handled the short ball with absolute aplomb, mm. equally as adept with spin, and to average 53 over 200 tests is just testimony to uh, not only enormous talent, but just a strong, but, strong but mental you mind. Throw, you throw in the fact that he lives in the Indian environment where cricket is just... Well, he's a god. He's, he's an absolute god. But at the same time, you've never heard him step out of line. Maybe he gets away with a few things. I'm not sure, but I'm fairly sure no, he doesn't. No, there's no transgression ever. He's been just a, a monumental a star for yeah. the game of cricket. And when you look at some of the so many of the young blokes that have mucked up, they should have just yeah. had little pictures of Satch and say, well, I'm going to follow him. Well, he's an inspirational nation. I mean, to say, well, you know what cricket means to the Indians. Well, you know, when, when he turns up, it's the same thing as when Bradman. Yeah. When he's out, there's people leave. And when he's in, people start. No, he's up there. That's the headlines. Next up, one of the all-time boxing greats will be right here in this studio. Sugar, Shane Mosley is going to take on Anthony Mundine in a week or so and he's going to come along and talk to us about what's he going to do. Remember, both have said they're going to retire if they lose. How old's Mosley, do you reckon? Uh-huh. You going to ask him? Next week, one of the biggest names in world boxing will take on one of the biggest names in Australian boxing, Sugar Shane Mosley, fighting Anthony Mundine in Sydney. And Sugar Shane is kind enough to be in the studio. Unbelievable. Royalty boxing. <laughs> Once royalty again, again, I'm surrounded by world champions. Oh, no. Yeah. I've got to the great man here. Are Thank you enjoying you. Australia? You've come out uh, here. We've turned the weather on. It's your yeah. first time outside of, well, America, North America? Uh, no, no. I've been Has to fight. Well, yeah. I've been to um, Mexico and I fought my last yeah. fight there. But, uh, yeah. In Australia, this is my first time in Australia fighting. I've been here before, but I love Australia. It's nice. And, and you know you're going to be pretty much the, the most cheered non-Australian fighting <laughs> Australian in the history of boxing. You know that? Uh, I, I think so. But yeah. uh, it, it should be fun. You know, I, like I said, I've been here before. I love the, the weather. I love the people. Everything is, uh, is great. Tell me a bit about the Mosley story. Where were, you, where were you raised? Where'd you grow up? I grew up in, uh, well, I, I narrowed down to L.A., L.A., Pretty much LA County, yeah, uh, Pomona, California, yeah, and um, yeah. I mean, what I'm, what I'm hinting at are you the typical boxing story? 
you know, from the get-hos? Did you do it oh, tough no, no, and no, then no. No, 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 boxing no. got you out of that? No, or? My, my, my parents are mostly middle class. So my yeah. mother worked and my father worked. Both both parents worked. Right. And uh, I was just the type of kid that loved to, to fight. I mean, I loved to, <laughs> yeah, I, I loved, I loved, I loved, I loved one-on-one contact. Yeah. A one-on-one type of competition. Yeah. So I had, to, I was a, the person that had to win. Isn't that big brothers that beat up on you and then no, you I said, I need my, to fight up? No, no, my big sisters beat up on me. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, they're doing it to us in this country now, yeah. too. Normally in, in, in pre-fight build-ups, there's a lot of hoo-ha and mouth, uh, blokes mouthing off. This one's been relatively quiet. Is it about to unleash because you're seven days away or... Uh, is this your style, not to sort of go off at the mouth? I, I don't go off. I, I never did. I mean, I, I use this for my talking. Um, maybe Mundine, I think he has more of a, um, a respect factor of, 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 of me fighting me or whatever, because I noticed when I, when I came over last time, I noticed he mouthed off a lot. Yeah. But he didn't do it that much. I know him personally, but uh, that doesn't mean that I'm not going to go on there and knock his head off. <laughs> Shane, I mean, you're 42, you're a Hall of Famer, you're a world champion. Yes. You know, why keep boxing? I mean, to so say, what is it that the smell of liniment or? It's the love of sport, the love of the sport. You have millions of dollars? I do, I do. I have millions of dollars, but I love the sport. You I pay tax in America? Love, oh, too much. Yeah, but, you, you can have this conversation <laughs> later. I don't need to get involved. But why at 42 do you keep boxing? Because I love I love to do it. I love the competition. I love the feel of getting in the ring and, and being able to outwit and uh, and beat the next man. You know, in a in a in a prize fight. I mean, I think that I want to narrow it down to fighting the top fighters like Mayweather, Manny Pacquiao, Juan Manuel Marquez, uh, Timothy Bradley just won. You know, like those type of fighters, not not really the young fighters. Go but ahead. You, you you've had that, and you've had the highs of Vegas and in front of massive television audiences, and now you're down here in Australia. And I don't mean to begrudge where you're fighting now and who you're fighting, but yeah. you've you've been up the top. Is is it still? Give you a buzz fighting little fight, little er fights like this. It's not really. I mean, I love the fans and everything, but it's not really about the fans. It's about fighting the opponent. If right. the opponent is a worthy challenge for me, and he gets in there and he and he does different things and he challenges my brain, then then I'm you know I'm, I'm happy about that. I'm happy to get in there and work. Like I will go anywhere around the world and work with different. Fighters. I've, I've been here before and I spar with all the local amateur fighters and some professional fighters. I've been to Mexico or to uh, Bolivia or wherever I go in the world. I mean, when I went to China, I was yeah. sparring with some of the, the guys there. It, it doesn't matter. Like, I love to be in the ring. I love. It's like playing one-on-one -on -one basketball with somebody. I love to do it. You've been fighting for about 25, 26 years. The boxing day game, I'm sure you're aware of. The Don Kings of the world, they're riddled with uh, controversies. Have you ever been confronted with, say, a Don King to sort of drop a bat or to do something? Oh no, 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 no! I don't, I don't. No, the the game. I love the game too much to 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 drop a bat or try to to try to go down or fix a fight or fix anything. a fight yeah. or whatever. Like I'm. But have you heard of it? You've heard of it plenty of times, huh? They say that, but I, I, it's kind of hard to do. But they 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 said that before, and I've never witnessed it myself. I've never been in the ring with nobody that. They actually did it because when I go out there, I put 100% yeah, all into it. Okay, so how do you rate Mundine, A, and uh, the the comments made by, I think, both of you a week or so ago saying that if you lose, you're both, whoever loses, retires? Well, I never said that I was going to retire if I lose. I, maybe I feel that way, but I never said that. Right. that that's Anthony Mundine. He, he's ready to retire when he loses, so he's going to be retiring. I'm going to help him out and get him out of the game a little quicker. I'm helping him out and get him out of the game a little quicker. Why can't he make it in America? Why can't Mundine make it, cut it in America? 
Mandin is a, is a great fighter, but um, for Australia, uh, but he hasn't been over there enough where they can see him to see that he's, you know, a, a talented fighter. I mean, maybe he's not as exciting as uh, Cassidy's or, yeah. you know, where he goes out there and he throws a lot of punches, or Jeff Finnick. Yeah. You know, mm -hmm. they, they go out there and they really... Because he doesn't know, throw a lot of punches. You know, it, Mandin kind of boxes and, you know, and, and he will fight it every now and then. He, he, can, he, can, he has uh, athletic ability. But um, maybe it's just a different style that the um, the American public was looking for. Yeah. Okay. Well, mate, it's been a pleasure. Thank you. Fantastic. Like yeah. Being a part of, we can sit here and talk to you for for <laughs> hours and hours and hours. Unfortunately, <laughs> the segment's called Five Good Minutes. Yeah, uh, enjoy your time here in Australia. Thank you. Appreciate it. Great what to see you. Another one. Yeah, thank you. Cool. Shane Mosley. <laughs> Next up, it's over under time and on the menu this week, buddy Franklin, the Spring Racing Carnival, and Alessandro Del Piero. You heard of him, Alessandro Del Piero? He plays football. <laughs> but oh. They play football in America. The Cosmos over there. I know. I'm very is well it, with Is it football? Where's the home? Cosmos no, hasn't no. been playing for 20 years. Here we go, time for Over Under, the one where we have a number, decide if it's plus or minus that particular number, and first up, the man who has been the biggest story in Sydney, Buddy Franklin, will play alongside Kurt Tippett and Sam Reid next year, alongside Adam Goods as well. So how many goals for Buddy Franklin in 2014? Over under 60 punters? Uh, I'm going to say under. Purely okay. on the base that I think the Sydney Cricket Ground being a very confined space where you're going to play a lot of football. They over, they no. kick long to... Uh, you've got Tippett there. Tippett will play Reed. the ruck. Well, I don't know. I'm Reed not so will sure play in defence. Goods will play up forward here. It'll be the buddy zone. That well, little 50-metre arc. He will kick... A massive number. Because he knows that he's got to produce straight away. Because he knows in... We all know in nine years he's going to be sitting on the sideline being the runner and taking out but water. But his value won't correlate with the amount of goals he kicks. It's the, his productivity will revolve around the amount of ball that he gets and what he does with it. He doesn't yeah. necessarily have to kick goals. And what he does on a Saturday night up the... You know, ah, that'll be well under control. Don't worry about that. With talk of a pool of fast bowlers to be used for the Ashes, some say eight, maybe even nine, how many quicks will play for Australia... In the Summer Ashes series, over under five and a half. And well, I'm just give me some names: well, Harris, Siddle, Johnson, Pattinson, Stark, uh, Faulkner, Hilfenhaus, Cummins, and I've probably missed two or three. Well, there's two or three. I'm basing on an exposed form. I'm going to say more. Of course. Purely and simply on the basis that they normally break down break at the down. rate of one a game. Well, we have four in the opening. But test. the other thing is, the pitches are going to be doctored to uh, be uh, favourable to want pace. Spin. Correct. So all of a sudden, you got Harris, you got Siddle that'll definitely play. Johnson will play the opening test. Johnson, 154 Ks. The other He's night, flying. Johnson. He's flying at the moment. And you'll have the two-pronged left-hand touch, so you'll probably have Stark in so there I'm as well. So I'm suggesting that the work rate won't be as monumental as it has been in previous campaigns. So they may just survive, but they'll break down. So I reckon they'll do more. Uh, and, and, the other thing is, more. and the other thing is, if we're getting beaten, then they'll just throw the you know, bathwater out and we'll have plenty of them. OK. The first three... Oh, sorry, the first of the big three races <laughs> in spring is the Caulfield Cup this week. We'll be front and centre. The other two, of course, the Cox Plate, the Melbourne Cup. Now, the Aussies are fighting back. Oh. Over under, two and a half Australian trained horses oh, winning trained the big horses. three. OK, I'm going to say under. So you've got this week the favourites are Hawkspur, Hawkspur and uh, Royal Descent. Royal and Descent. Dandino's the only overseas horse. Atlantic Jewel's going to win the Cox Plate. Yeah, Atlantic Jewel's a moral. So that's two. That's two. So and we boil down to the Melbourne Cup. It won't win the Melbourne Cup. We'll right. win the Melbourne Cup. We're Australian trained horses. Yeah. Gay, uh, Fiorente. Oh, yeah, but that's on Australia. Poussant yeah. de Lune. That's yeah. Australian horse. Yeah, I reckon is. we're going to win all three. That's, that's Smith for short, is it? Poussant de Lune. Poussant de Lune. You reckon under? Jerry Ryan's. I think it's under. 
Uh, Alessandro Del Piero got the season off to a fly with a sublime goal on Friday night against Ooh. Newcastle. Looked in slow motion. Everyone was just well, waiting is. for him. He can't walk, um, run. His season goal tally, over under 14, which was what he got last year. Well, I think it'll be over if uh, what we saw Saturday was oh. an indication or the weekend was any indication. I agree. Uh, let me tell you, he is the smartest player I've ever seen in this country, maybe in the world. Possibly. He doesn't even run, doesn't move, but he, he's just got to... He waits for them he, to come well, here. Well, he knows where to go. What? He knows where to go. It's just a, it's just a uh, inherent... They're, they're scared inherent of quality. No, it's not, he's not, not scared, scared. They're, they're in awe of him. they got no idea. He's just got an inherent quality that he knows where the ball is. I think Simple. you're 100% right. I reckon 14 is... Uh, he could have he 14. Might kick, I reckon he'd kick more than Buddy. <laughs> I think he'll kick at about 61. Next week, over-under <laughs> or toss-up, who kicks more goals, Buddy Franklin or Alessandro Del Piero? That's our uh, topic for next week. Feel free to give us some advice on our show. Just head to our Facebook page. Next up, the big finish. Happy time. Our Sporting Bet Best Bets of the Week. We're going racing with our Sporting Bet Best Bets of the Week. Oh, Clickety-click. 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 And the pumper is going for a 100 Group 1 win. Yeah. On 99. Happy birthday this week to the great daredevil, Evil Knievel. You know, he would have been 75 this week, except, guess what? He died, he died in 2007. Mate, he had Did you 433 know? bone fractures during his career. And, a little uh, bit note, he starred in a movie alongside one of your old mates, Lauren Hutton. Move on, you're breaking up. Now, tell me, how many bones are on the human body? I don't know. 1,036. Correct. Um, happy anniversary to Mark Tubby Taylor. By the way, there's 206. Don't send him an email. <laughs> 15 years ago, the former Australian skipper scored his 334 in a test against Pakistan to equal Don Bradman's highest score. He wouldn't go on because he'd want to 25 years ago, he played in a Parramatta AFL team alongside yours truly. Ah, oh, superfluous. There you go. And who cares? I do. And happy trails to cricket's hotspot. Channel 9 is not using it for this summer's ashes. Finally, not only is it too expensive, but more importantly, it's inconclusive. I'll miss it. Now for the big finish, oh, despite yeah. saying he didn't want to be Essendon's interim coach, Mark Bomber-Thompson has done a backflip. Of course he's done a backflip. Best news ever for the Bombers. No, no doubt. He's a superstar coach. It seems rugby season never ends these days with the Wallabies playing the All Blacks in Dunedin uh, this weekend, I think. Uh, it is, in fact. It's a dead Bledisloe game, and uh, what's the point of having the match? i got no idea, but it's so warm, they'll probably be playing in shorts and T-shirts. In fact, I'll be playing in shorts well, anytime. Uh, Aussie girl Marinda Kafre has won the famed Hawaii Ironman, the first Aussie woman to do it more than once. Unbelievable, isn't she? Oh, that is just That ridiculous. is one of the great events and great feats. Now for the Sporting Bed Best Bets of the Week, and I like Hawksburg in the Caulfield Cup. Jimmy Cassidy will get his 100th Group 1 winner. Same race, different horse. Dear Demi for Clary Connors, but Ooh. each way. And Sporting Bet think the Indians will bounce back and win the next couple of one-dayers. That's it. I'm Russell Barwick, Sam Kegovich. As you always, you know it makes sense. Don't forget, the boxing. Money yes, bit. a big boat. Yeah, and more importantly, remember, bye-bye. <laughs> what about that?